Hello, everyone. Welcome back to What's the Point? Hello, everybody. Oh, Yvonne, there's something I wanted to talk about really quick. Um, so we haven't been posting episodes every week, and we've been doing every two weeks. So I wanted us to announce that, and I just remembered. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> so, so everyone, we're going to try to do every two weeks instead of every week, just to spread it out a little more and kind of give us time to think of good topic ideas and give you guys more time to listen to them as well. And if you haven't listened to any of our back episodes, definitely go listen to them. Some great topics. I think my favorite one is our one on motivation. So definitely listen to that one. Oh, that's a good idea because I, I don't know if you've been seeing this trend on Instagram lately and it's been a really, really hot topic and it goes perfectly with the motivation um, episode because it also talks about in our episode, we also talk about how it's not only about having motivation, it's about having discipline. Yes. Um, and I know a lot of people have been talking about discipline on Instagram lately and it is so true because you're not always motivated and then it really leans, you have to lean on discipline. Um, but anyway, yes, like Darian said, go listen to all of them. The motivation one is fantastic. I have to say, I think my favorite one so far is the self-care one. Really? Yeah, I really liked the self-care one. Oh, I like that one too. If you guys go back and listen, motivation is our third episode and then self-care is the one right before this and that's our 16th episode. Well, we did motivation that long ago. Yeah, I can't, honestly can't believe this oh, episode right geez. now is our 17th. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm, we're going to hit 20 soon. We're about to be in little young adults, 20 years old. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, in a podcast life. Yeah. So yeah, we're still young in podcast life only. Oh, a funny story really quick. I'm sorry, everyone. I just want to tell you guys, I was talking to my sister the other day and I'm 26 and she goes, yeah, I was talking to this guy and I think he was definitely your age. He was 29. And I was like, I'm 26. Can you please, uh, can you please back up a little bit? Back it up. Back it up. But, Come on, girlfriend. I know. I was like, excuse me. But she was talking about her volleyball coach, but kids are crazy. Anyways, sorry to get on a little tangent right when we started. Today, we are talking about a tougher topic, I would say. You know, we try to keep it really light with you guys, light and airy, as I like to say. But sometimes we have to hit those hard topics. So today, and I say this with air quotes, but we're talking about fat girl stigma. And I looked up the definition of stigma because I wanted to read it because I thought it was really powerful. And the definition of stigma is a mark of disgrace associated with equality. And if, you know, anyone out there, even if you're a man, a woman, non-binary, don't even have a gender or anything, you can relate if you have had a stigma about you, whether it be about your weight, about something, the way you look, or we'll talk later too, even if you're, you know, too skinny, quote unquote, for society, there's just certain stigmas around the way you look. And one of them is definitely being a quote unquote fat person. And I know a lot of people don't use the word fat or like to use it, but when I'm using it today, I'm definitely putting it in quotes because it can have its own definition. But to me, that's what I was. And so I use that word to describe how I was, but today we're going to talk about the stigma behind that word and just kind of some memories, I would say, some not good memories that kind of shaped who we are today. Yeah, you guys, um, this is really, like we, like Darian said, we tend to talk about a lot of fun, lighthearted topics that are really important to our health and wellness journeys. But I know that if you're listening to this podcast and you are, you know, someone who is on WW and you're trying to better your health, 
you probably have been overweight at some point in your life and maybe have experienced this on some level, but the way people treat you when you are a heavier person is real because it's different than when you are, or when you weigh less, you know, and after you've lost a lot of weight. And I just, that breaks my heart for our society because we still treat people based differently based on how they look. And one of those ways is being a really big, heavy fat girl or a really small, skinny, thin girl, you know? And, um, we've experienced those things in some form or fashion throughout our lives. And we just want to share those experiences with you in hopes that you can relate to them. They resonate with you. Maybe you're probably listening to this and nodding your head because you know, it's something similar happened to you too. But we share this because it's a, it's a part of who we are. You know, it's part of what makes, what makes us up and kind of, how we approach this journey now. Mm -hmm. Um, and also you're not alone, you know, you're not alone. Everybody has experienced something like this on some, some level. And Derry and I just wanted to share, um, kind of, kind of what it made us feel like when it happened to us and kind of how we've been able to overcome because it's not easy. Like that shit sucks. Oh. You know, <laughs> it really does. And it hurts your feelings and it makes you feel like crap. And, um, but yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about today and how we overcame those things. Yes. And I wanted to point out before we go into these stories too, these are just our own personal stories that, you know, like Yvonne said, have stuck with us. But if you are quote unquote overweight or, you know, not up to society standards or something, there is nothing wrong with you. You don't have to lose weight. You can be whoever you want to be. You can be whatever weight you want to be. We are just talking about what happened to us personally when we felt we wanted to change and that we were overweight. So hopefully you guys right. can relate to these stories. We're definitely not saying, you know, everybody needs to lose weight or anything. Like you guys, I'm sure are perfect however you are. Yeah, that's so true. That's a really good point to just kind of reiterate because, I mean, the world is mean. I mean, the world is beautiful in a lot of ways and so loving and kind in a lot of ways, but it's also really mean and people treat you mean when you look a certain way. And the experiences that Darian and I are sharing today are just experiences that we had when we were bigger and how people treated us and the comments, they kind of thing that they would make and how it's different now. Yes. So anyway, that's what we're talking about today. And um, I guess I'll just jump right in and share with you guys one that really, really sticks with me. And I want to say this happened in maybe like, I don't know, 2013, something like that. Oh, wow. um, kind of recent, I was I not at my like. head. Yeah, I think it was. Um, and I know there's probably more, but this is one that really sticks in my mind because I don't, I don't think I had always felt that maybe people would like kind of whisper to the side or behind my back about me putting on weight because I wasn't a heavy kid, you know, so, and I wasn't a heavy young adult either. I just started putting on weight later on, you know, after college and things like that. And as, as I made my way um, into like my mid thirties, early to mid thirties. So, um, I knew there was a difference immediately because I knew what it was like to feel treated I knew what it was like when people treated me one way when I was younger and thinner and fitter and things like that. And then here I am in my early to mid thirties being treated differently because I have put on weight. And when this particular instance happened, 
I was not even at my heaviest. Mm -hmm. So it was just really heartbreaking. But anyway, what happened was um, we were, I was with my family. We were at a Texas Rangers um, baseball game and they, they were, um, they were in the playoffs. I think that maybe it was like the ALCS. They were getting on their way to the world series. It was that streak. uh, If you guys are keep up with the Rangers, it was that streak. I think in the early, I don't know, 2011, 2013-ish, somewhere around there that they were doing really, really well. And so um, my family and I, you know, went to the game and we were leaving. And you know how everybody leaves at the same time, your people are crossing the street and there's a bunch of traffic and all these things, trying, everybody's trying to make their way out of the stadium. Well, we were crossing the street and there were some guys in a pickup truck and they honked their horn at me because I was crossing. And they said something along the lines like, hurry up, fatty or something like that. And I pretended like I didn't hear them and my, because it hurt so much. Like my heart sank. I could feel it in my stomach. Like I just thought, whoa, man. And I thought I looked cute that day. That's what even made it worse. Cause you know, when you feel like you look cute and then somebody just crushes you like that, yes. I was like, oh. And, and um, to say it when other people were around, right? Right. Like, right. And so what, how, how it was set up is that, you know, I was crossing the street. My family was probably a good 20 feet or so ahead of me. So I really didn't hear it, but one of my cousins was near me and I know he heard it, but he didn't say anything because he knew that I was like, so just like, Oh, just crushed inside. So then we left, but my family turned around. They're like, did those guys say something? And I was like, no, they didn't say anything. And so I didn't really share it with anybody, but you guys, that was so painful. And like I said, what made it more painful is because I thought I looked really cute that day. Like I had my little Texas Rangers shirt on. I was proud that I was sporting some khaki shorts because I mean, if you know me and you've been around and you kind of followed me before on Instagram, you know, I don't wear shorts very often. Um, but you know, it was hot. It's a baseball game. Come on. That's what I was wearing. And, um, and I just felt really sad. I was just thinking, gosh, it was so soul crushing to hear somebody and they were young and they were dumb and all those things. Right. But it doesn't lessen the hurt. Yeah. You know? And not an excuse, you know? No. And I know that if it was like some thin, like perky person who was like, Oh, so hold on. I'm crossing the street. Like they wouldn't have yelled something mean like that you know but but, but, and I wasn't even at my heaviest then so that was just it was really really hard and that was the first time somebody had actually said it out loud like I you know I'm sure people were saying it to other things like behind my back or whispering or whatever but I don't care right I didn't care about those people but to actually hear it and like you said Darian be around other people who heard it too it was like I was so embarrassed too Yes. And that's what, I don't know, you, you've held on to that memory for literally seven years, you know, like that's just, it, I just hate it when bad memories almost stick with you more, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's just, once again, why did they even need to do that? I mean, what right. was, you know, like, are and they it's showing hurtful? Up? It's yeah. so hurtful, you know? And, but I will say, because I'm a big person in finding the silver lining and everything. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Is that I don't think if I hadn't have heard it out loud, I think I would still, I was still living in denial about at that time that I was putting on weight, you know, Mm -hmm. I wasn't at my heaviest, but I was getting there. You know what I mean? So being able to actually hear it out loud was almost like, 
oh, okay, other people are noticing this about me too. Yes, 100%, they went about it the wrong way and completely inappropriate and rude and disgusting and vile. And those people, I don't even know why they have to do things like that. I don't know what's in their heart to say that to somebody else. Like who raised them, right? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying that that sparked a thought in me to say, okay, you better start trying to think about how you want to take care of yourself because clearly it's getting a little out of hand. Um, so I, and that, that memory does stay with me and that experience stays with me because man, it helped shape me. It helped shape. It almost helps motivate me too. Like when I first started, I'm like, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want, who wants to feel like that, you know? So that definitely was, is one experience that just, man, it just, that one sticks with me. (laughs) That one's some, that's what, and I remember it so vividly too. Like I remember exactly what color the truck was and they were kind of hanging out the side. I know what I was wearing. I know what the weather was like. I know what the lighting was like. Like I remember everything about that moment. And I think it's something that will stick with me forever. It's been with me for about seven years. It'll probably stay, stay with me for a very, very long time. It's just, I don't know if anyone's listening and for some reason that was you, you owe Yvonne an apology because that was mean. <laughs> and I'm going to go on, out on the limb and say, I guarantee those people are not listening to this podcast. Cause they are not the kind of people who are trying to, well, who knows? I mean, people change in seven years, yeah. but those people, those dudes, young dudes that were doing that, which just, you know, yeah, it just uh, wasn't nice. I just hate that you said, well, I'm glad you shared the story. Like, I'm very glad you shared the story, but I hate that you said you, you really thought you looked good that day. And I bet you did. I bet you really did look good. And they tore you down because my stories are also when I really thought like I was really trying. So I'll just say one of mine now. Yes, go for it. So when I graduated high school for the summer, I worked at I'm from a lake, Lake follow if you guys know Oklahoma. So I worked on a restaurant that was like floating on the lake and it was very hot because it was half outside. And so I tried to always dress cute because I was a server and, you know, you know, just trying to look my best, get tips, blah, blah, blah. And it was so hot. And my friend was like, why don't you just cut the sleeves off of your shirt, but make it cute because we had, you know, mandated server shirts, but we were allowed to do whatever we wanted to them as long as they were like cute and lake-like, like beachy. And I was like, no, because my whole life, even to this day, you guys, I am so self-conscious of my um, upper arm underneath. What am I trying to, what is this part called? This, like your underarm area? Your, your like bat wing area. <laughs> oh yes, that's a good way to describe it. Yes, bat wings are like bingo <laughs> arms is what I've heard them called. <laughs> yeah because old ladies go bingo and they wave them around that's what someone told me (laughs) that's hilarious yes so I've always been self-conscious of them so I to this day don't wear tank tops I don't know if you guys have ever seen it you haven't because I don't wear tank tops maybe when I'm swimming swimming I don't care because everyone's showing everything you know but so I was like okay I'll just do it I'll just do it So I was also a shift lead and I was at work and I had my makeup done. I was wearing my tank top. I was like, it's okay. We're good. Like it's so hot outside. My tank top is so awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Well, one of the servers sold something that we were out of and I was the shift lead and she was like, will you go tell them that we're out of it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So I went up to them, the table and it was totally normal. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I think it was a beer. 
So let's just say like Bud Light. I was like, I'm so sorry we are out of Bud Light, but we can get you whatever you need, blah, blah, blah. And they were so nice and everything was fine. I thought, I really thought everything was fine. They were so nice to me, understanding, blah, blah, blah. When they left, they wrote on the receipt and they were like, good service, loved our actual server, but um, the manager's a fat pig. No, they didn't, Darian. Yes, and I don't even know like what went wrong, but it was the day I decided to wear a tank top. That'll scar you for life. Yes, I still don't wear tank tops. My other story I have to share today is also about a tank top, so I'm never wearing a tank top no it makes me so it hurts my heart and it makes me mad at the same time because why do people feel the need to comment on somebody else's appearance like why is that any of their business like what does it and I know and I know because I've done a lot of work on this for myself but you know that says more about them than it does us of course but it doesn't make it hurt any less you know doesn't make it suck any less like oh I hate that I hate people who are mean to other people yes and I mean nobody like you said why are people why do people feel the need like nobody should be commenting on the way anybody looks literally ever unless it's a compliment like like it could be I don't even know the tallest man in the world and don't say you're too tall like say I love your height like you are not to comment on anybody the way they look no matter what they look like I don't know about you guys and I'm sure y'all have heard this but I was raised by if you don't have nothing nice to say you don't say anything at all you know Mm -hmm. like that is just hurtful and it's mean and people like that trying to like crush other people with their words whether it's verbal or written or whatever, like, I just, I have zero tolerance for it. You know, if I, if I see it happening, like even today, like if I see things like that happening and I'm in within an earshot of it, I'm like, excuse me. Like I will, I will throw down. (laughs) That's how I am too. And I feel like that. And not throw down like in an aggressive, like mean way. Come on. Can y'all see me? Can y'all really see me do that? No. But it, I, I'm, will nicely and firmly ask you why, what's going on with you? You know, let's talk about this. Yes. I feel like it's our duty as well. Like it took me a while to get here because I mean, even that story that I just said, like, obviously they left because it was on the receipt, but even if for some reason they were still there, like I wouldn't have said anything. I wouldn't have approached them. But now, especially in today's society, I try to stand for injustices, even if it's just a comment like that. Like right now, if me and Connor were walking down the street and someone said something about Connor, or even if I heard a stranger talking about another stranger, I feel like nowadays, especially it's our job to stand up for that no matter what it is because we also don't know if the stranger is going to stand up for themselves that you know was talked about or that someone said something like we just have to help our fellow man you know we do we got to be advocates for each other especially because some people can't be advocates for themselves right now because maybe they're going through something or maybe they're just not in a place where they have the strength to 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 stand up for themselves and if you know help help a sister out you know Yes. It's really hard, but I, uh, those stories like this just really, really like make my blood boil. (laughs) 
But, you know, I also learn, I learn a lot from things like this, you know, like I'm able to identify like hurt people, hurt people, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's exactly what these examples are. You know, those people that are intentionally saying mean things to, to you, to us, to others out there, it has, it has nothing to do with us. You know, our hearts are good. We have good intentions. We're good people. We spread joy and love and we want the best for people. Genuinely, we want the best for you. And for other people to come in and just be nasty, like, no, 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 no. We just, I just don't have any, any time for that. Not, not, not today, not any day. Um, Another thing I wanted to talk about is, and I know I've heard other people say this, so I know it exists, but um, my whole life, I have always gotten the compliment. I don't even know if you call it a compliment. No, do not always, even label it that. Heck no. Okay, it's, it's like a backhanded, is that what it's called? Backhanded yeah, compliment? backhanded. Backhanded compliment. But um, I've always been told, oh, you have such a pretty face. Oh my gosh, you guys. Who can relate to that? (laughs) Literally everyone listening is probably raising their hands because that was always me too. Like, why do people think that's a compliment? (laughs) To me, when you tell me, and this has happened a lot over my life, people come up to me or one conversation or whatever, you're talking to somebody at the bar, you know, meeting a new guy, whatever, meeting new friends. It doesn't matter. I cannot tell you how many people, how many times I've come across Oh, and it's like, and it's said like in a, like, I'm, I feel sorry for you kind of way. Like, oh, you have such a pretty face. That's the same thing as saying everything else about you is ugly. (laughs) Yes. Like it'd be like, oh, you have such a pretty hand. Like, oh, so my, you don't like my face. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) People, I'm always blown away by people because they think it's nice. They think it's sweet. They think they're paying you a compliment, but really what they're, they're, just trying to like say everything else about you is wrong you know the only thing about your about you that's right is your face and I'm like what the hell like that is just so wrong yes and when I was um younger especially when I was at my heaviest you know like in college and high school you know I'm liking boys I'm interested in boys not only would they say that but it was pretty face and big boobs I was like is this real like and back then I was so self-conscious and like not confident that I was like, oh, he likes me. Like Darian, he literally said he, you have a pretty face and your boobs only. Like, what am I doing? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. One other example, and this just drives me bonkers and I will never forget it either. But, um, um, this like, I was, this was many years ago and I had come across this really, really cute guy and, um, I was, he was into me and I was very surprised. Like, I was like, what, what? Like, you're too hot for me kind of thing. Um, and that's so silly, but you know, that's real. Know. You're We're young. Doing our and- next episode on confidence. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no kidding. But when you're younger and you haven't, do you know, you know what I mean? Now yeah, we're older I was and with wiser. The guy that said I had a pretty face and only big boobs. I, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> okay. So when I was younger, I met this guy and he was really, really cute. And I thought, oh my gosh, how is a super hot guy like totally into me? He's got these beautiful green eyes and he's got this beautiful like hair. Like I was just, whoa, he's fit. He was fit and tall and built. I'm like, why is he into like squishy me? 
and that's what, that's what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. And um, but anyway, one one day we were all hanging out with a bunch of friends, and I think he probably had a little too much to drink. And you know, when you have too little too much to drink, the truth tends to come out. Yeah. And he told me, oh my gosh, he told me, you have such beautiful attributes. And I thought, what the hell does that even mean? Attributes. Basically, what he was saying is, I had nice features, except my body was not nice. Like I had really nice eyes. I had a great smile. I had a pretty face. I had nice hands. I had good hair. I had nice manicured toes. (laughs) Everything about me was nice, except my body. I had beautiful attributes. That is the worst thing anybody could say. Like that, I, I felt so small because I knew what he was saying. I'm not yeah. a dummy, you know? Like he and wasn't I, like, you're beautiful. I no. like all of you is amazing. No. no, he said attributes, which is like specifically saying like many <laughs> thing, like little things on you. Uh, everything about you except your body. Yes. You guys, I will never forget that. And it's funny because I haven't seen him obviously in many, many, many years but we have a friend in common. That's how I actually met him many years ago. And, um, like I secretly, and I know this is sad, but no, 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 listen, listen, listen. I think when I, when something happens in his life, that's maybe like not the best. I'm secretly like giggling on the inside because I'm like, that's what you get for being mean to me. That's what (laughs) you get for saying attributes. And then I know this is, and I'm being real, real, real right now, but also, you know, now that I'm healthier and I'm in a better place and I'm happy and I'm feeling good and I've lost weight and I feel stronger, like all these things about me that I'm so different now than I was then. Mm. Now I'm like, look at me, look at me, buddy. I am so much better than you. (laughs) Yes. First of all, you're hot. You have Marcus is hot. You have a hot fiance. You're about to get married. You have a nice house. You have a good job. You're like an Instagram celebrity. Like, what does he have? You know, I even have a little cute dog. Yeah. Otis. I forgot about Otis, the best dog, <laughs> but you know, I'm laughing you guys. Cause it's so silly, but it's also the truth. You know, like I think about that in my head, like I have got, I'm so proud of how far I've come. And then when you have an experience like that and you can, and they're still out there, you know, like, you know, kind of know what's, what's going on with them, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm like, it's hard not to compare your life to theirs. And I'm so, my, uh, my life is so good mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful. And my life, if you're, if I'm being honest, I feel is better than his. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's karma. That's what it is. That's right. <laughs> karma. But also, please note that that memory has stayed with me also, because yeah. that was probably almost 10 years ago. Oh, wow. That is a long, yeah. that's even it was a long time. One. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, that obviously hurt me. That obviously made me feel a certain way that obviously fueled my fire because I still am talking about it right now yeah. as motivation but damn it, I'm just proud of me. You know, I'm proud of me. I'm proud of everything that I've accomplished. And so when people try to bring me down in that way, which they don't anymore, which ironically they don't, because I think people change, right? Yes, I've changed, but I also feel like sometimes society and people 
think that if you're a heavier person or a fat person or an overweight person, that that equals weak. Yeah, and they so they, they pick on you or they think it's okay to tell you those things. Mm -hmm. And if you feel any of that right now, and you're listening to this, please know that that you do not deserve to be talked to that way. That is not okay. Just because you might be in a place or you're struggling right now, or maybe you're just trying to start your journey or hell, maybe you're happy where you're at. It doesn't matter. Nobody has the right to tell you those things and make you feel that way. So, um, that's kind of, I mean, that's just kind of what I've experienced over the last decade or so with being heavier and then losing weight. And it's interesting now that I've lost 70 pounds that a lot of those things don't happen anymore, but not only have I lost 70 pounds, I've also gained so much mental strength and so much confidence. And I have a spine now and I stick up for myself and I voice my opinion. Like, and I do it, I don't do it in a rude, mean way. Of course not. But I mean, I'm not, people sometimes also mistake like kindness for weakness. Yeah. And it's not, you know, I'm a kind person. I'm a sweet person. I'm a gentle person. I'm a loyal person, but don't try to come at me or people I love with meanness because it's going to be met with fire. You know what I mean? Yes. I love that. And just to your point, no matter what you look like, if you are a thousand pounds, if you're 50 pounds, the people making these comments about you, they're the ones with the problem. Yeah. If they're, even if it's not weight related, if someone's making fun of you for the way you look or anything like that, that is not your problem. That is on them. You do not have to change for anybody. You guys are, you know, perfect the way you are, but just, it goes back to what you always say about Brene Brown, you know, and everything she says, like hurt people, hurt people. Yes. Actually, I don't know if she said that or maybe yeah, she does. Oh, okay. So yeah definitely remember that. And we are saying to, you know, if these comments that people make to you fuel your fire to change because you want to change, that's great. But do not change just because of hurtful comments if it's not what you want to do. That's right. That's right. I was going to also mention that, um, oh shoot, the thought just escaped me. But I was also going to talk about um, sometimes when girls or guys, doesn't matter, are too skinny people think that they can make comments about them too. Yeah. You know, it goes on, it goes on both ends of the spectrum because, you know, I've seen very, very thin people and I've, and I haven't had this happen in a long time because, um, because kind of where we, I'm in the Instagram world now and yeah. we're all surrounded by people who value health Positivity. and wellness. Positivity. Yeah. Yeah. And so I haven't heard, I haven't seen this too much, but in, in my life, I have seen people make comments to very thin people mm-hmm. saying things like, oh, you're too skinny, or I can see the bones in your chest, like, you know, your breastbone chest mm-hmm. area or things like that. And that's inappropriate too. You know, yeah. we don't know what that really thin person is going through. Maybe they can't gain weight. Maybe they're sick. Maybe they um, are struggling with some sort of eating disorder. Maybe they are trying to put on weight and they, and they, for some reason can't, like, we don't know. So it's not appropriate to comment either way. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's what I was saying, like to all those points, like, and this skinny person, you guys can't tell someone's health by a picture. And I think a lot of people or even by seeing them in person, you can't tell a person's health. So a very, very thin person can be 100% healthy, but we look at them or someone looks at them and think they aren't. So definitely 100% agree. You don't know someone's story. So do not make 
comments unless it's a compliment and not a backhanded one about attributes, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that. Um, Also talking about fat girl stigma is I know that there are studies and research that shows that heavier people you know, aren't as quick to advance in their careers. They don't get promoted at the same level. They don't get paid as much. Yes, you can go research all this on your own. It's out there. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is, that stigma is real. You know, we're, today we're talking about just like people making comments and how they made us feel over our life. But that stigma goes further. You know, that stigma goes into the workplace. It goes into, you know, your earning potential. It goes into things like that. So these are things that we are continuously going, we need to continuously work to break these kind of stigmas and talking about it and sharing about it is one way that we, you know, we just, um, you know, put, pull back the curtain on it so that we can, we can see what's really, what's really happening. Yes. We can't just allow people to treat us differently because of our weight. Like it's literally like pure discrimination. You know what I mean? That's right. I mean, and the thing is our brains are the same. Our Mm -hmm. heart is the same. The only thing that's different is our exterior. And for people in general to treat you differently either way, because you're too big or you're too little, whatever is not, it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. And we need to be careful with our words. You know, we all make mistakes, of course, and we all have our own biases built in. Mm -hmm from just the way we were raised and the communities we were around and the cultures that we were around. Um, but you know, and generational too, like I know, like for me, my grandmother, her generation was all about like, you have small waist, you stay skinny. Like she's bra- <laughs> she brags about how she only weighed 104 pounds after oh, four children. That's like crazy. You know, she thinks that's, that's like, that's an accomplishment because they value that that generation values if you know looks and skinniness and things like that so you know all these things that that are out there it's it takes all of us to talk about it and treat everybody um for the person that they are and not what they look like i agree um i have one more story but i i forgot to start a timer do you know if we have a lot of time left I have no idea. Go ahead and tell your story, Darian. Okay, I'll share it really quickly. Um, So I wanted to share this story because it's another one that has stuck with me forever, but I also can relate it to a story now, and the story now is a good story. So the other story, the bad story that's in my memory, is I was on a study tour, and I was getting to fly to London when I was in college, and definitely at my heaviest, like it was the end of freshman year. So, you know, freshman 15 was real, all of that. And on our flight, oh, sorry, actually, I was going to Costa Rica and it wasn't my freshman year, it was like my junior year. I'm mixing up two stories. <laughs> so, anyways, still at my heaviest, though, if you're wondering. And it was like a, I want to say it was a four hour flight. It may have been shorter. Anyways, guess what? I got a middle seat and I was. If you guys are a bigger person, you know the struggle. It is not fun and for a four-hour flight. So I get in my middle seat. To my left was actually the teacher that was going with us, and he was kind of bigger too, so our our thighs were touching, like, whatever. You can't help it, you know? Well, the lady that comes to sit to my right is just a random lady that's not with our group, and she's also a little bigger too, so this is why I was really confused. Like, she's really calling, you know, the pot calling the kettle black. But she like sits down, our thighs are clearly touching, but you know, I'm a 
conscious big person. I'm like trying to do this thing where I'm like keeping all my stuff in the middle. Like I'm really trying not to touch her. I'm, I'm trying to be good. And she's like, uh, 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 you know, like, yes, keeps like, um, she's making audible sounds. Yes. Like annoyances, like, oh, oh my God, sighing. Then like everybody gets on the plane. I'm like already embarrassed that she's doing this. Like I know the teacher that's with me hears it. And so I'm like, like really trying. And then there's an empty seat. So everyone gets in the plane and there's an empty seat to like the caddy corner of us. And she asks to move, but the row was full too. Like she was getting on the same seat that she had previously in a full row. So she literally only moved because I was bigger, but that's not even the worst of it. So she was actually sitting next to more classmates of mine and I could hear her talking about me. No. Yes. I actually think if I think about it, I think- grown ass woman. Oh, get this. I wish I would have written down her name and stuff. She was a professor at like a university. I wish I would have wrote down her info because, you know, nowadays cancel culture. I'm just kidding. But (laughs) yeah. she was telling my classmates, which made it even more embarrassing. She was like, that woman up there, she was just so big. She was just touching all over my things. Like I couldn't even move. And I was so mortified. If I could hear her caddy corner, I'm sure the row in front of her could also hear it, which were my classmates and the row beside her, which were my classmates. That is so awful, Darian. I want to punch that lady. I was mortified. Like I obviously still think about this story, but a good, I don't want to say a good situation happened to me later on, but I just think about this lady could have reacted so different. And it just like, she doesn't know how much she hurt me, a stranger. Well, after I had lost a bunch of weight, actually. So this was, I think last year or maybe a year and a half ago. Like over a hundred pounds. Yes. I was, I'm gained a little bit back, but um, yes, over a hundred pounds. So feeling myself, I was taking a trip to Arizona to see my friends or something and I get on the plane at Southwest and I'm there was a very large woman in an aisle seat on the first row and I was like oh this is awesome I'll sit by the window seat like it's free so I get the window seat and then nobody wants to sit by her and I was like realizing it like why didn't I realize that sooner like I wish I would have taken the middle seat you know just to make her feel better but you know maybe it won't be a full flight and nobody will sit there Well, it was a full flight and the very last guy that got on was also a bigger guy. He was just very tall and big. And so he had to sit in between us. And I was like, oh no, he's going to like, I just got flashbacks. Like he's going to be what this lady had been to me. I tell you guys, all three of us were literally touching each other so much. This was pre-COVID, you know, but like all of our legs are touching, all of our arms. And it was the best flight I ever had. This man was so funny. Like he did not care. Like if he cared, it was like in his head, you know, but he was so nice to both of us. All three of us were talking and it just made me feel better for her as well, because I know she was probably already stressed about flying and things like that. And so I just want to applaud that man. And I just think about that experience and how we made this woman feel better. She even told me when I was getting off the plane because I had to get off, but she was like on a through flight that kept going, you know? And she was like, I just want you to know you guys just really made this flight for me. She even told me she was nervous about flying because she was so big. And I was like, you're an angel. And I just think about how 
hopefully that good memory one day will replace that horrible memory I have. That is such, that's such a great story in kindness. Yes. And, you know, just like having fun and enjoying the people that you're around instead of huffing and puffing over being uncomfortable, because that could have been the situation too. But instead, you and the other gentleman and the other woman sitting in the aisle, like, y'all just had a great time because everybody was nice and everybody was kind and everybody was, you know, just relaxed and not so stuffy. Exactly. And I know. I love that. I love that story, Darian. That's a sweet story. Some people don't want to touch each other at all. I understand. Like we've all had flights where, you know, we just have to touch someone next to us. I know it's uncomfortable, but just even if you don't want to be that nice person that's talking and having fun, just put some headphones in and zone out. Don't please don't be that lady that treated me like that. Like I was mortified. Don't be the person who sign huffing and puffing. Yes. Mortified. Wish I knew her name. (laughs) I wish you did too. (laughs) But the point of sharing kind of our, I guess, scarring stories that have stuck with us is for you guys to one, relate to them. If you're listening to this, you're probably on a health journey, a wellness journey, maybe a weight loss journey, and maybe just stories that you can relate to. These are all things that we go through, but also to bring awareness that these things shouldn't be happening. We should not be treating other people like this because of the way they look, whether it be weight, whether it be skin tone, which is really relevant in today's society. Just we should not be judging people or discriminating against people in any way for their attributes. I hate that word attributes. I know. Why do I think it's stuck in my head because you said it. <laughs> it is, it is. And you know, for me, I guess my final takeaway is just that, you know, we tell we share these stories and experiences to show you that you can come out on the other side. You can come out better. You can come out stronger. You can come out more fierce. You can come out happier, more joyful, and a much more full life. Like those things that might have happened to you, or maybe that are happening happening to you right now, whether it's at home or at work or at school or at church or wherever you're at, do not let those things keep you down because hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. first and foremost. And second of all, you do have the strength to move past those things. You know, Darian and I are living, breathing examples mm-hmm. of people who treated us badly and we're still here. And luckily we can laugh about it a little bit, yeah. but you know, but we did learn a lot of things from that too. So, you know, if you're going through something like that, know that you can get to the other side persevere, hang in there, keep listening and then taking in anything you can to keep you on, keep you on your plan, whether it's podcasts like ours, whether it's, you know, the Instagram family, whether it's your WW workshop, if you're a WW member and you go to workshop and it's your friends at the studio, like whatever it is, a virtual workshop right now that's, that are going on, find your people. They will get you through this. You will get through this. Do not let those mean people, those mean girls out there, um, hold you back. Yes, exactly. And you are perfect the way you are, but if you guys want to get on a health and wellness journey, or maybe you want to lose a little weight, you do it. You do you, you guys are perfect the way you are. Don't let anybody control you. Amen. Yes. Um, okay. Good episode. As always, make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at biggie to fitty B I G G Y the number two F I T T Y. 
Yvonne is Texy Mexi underscore living, T-E-X-Y-M-E-X-Y underscore living. Yes. And thank you all so, so much for listening. If you enjoy the conversations um, that Darian and I have, please subscribe to our um, podcast. And we also love it if you would rate, review, and what is, what's the other one? Rate, review, and subscribe. (laughs) Rate, review, and subscribe. (laughs) You guys know, just do all the things. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And um, if you are listening, share it on your social media so we can see it and tag us and we'll share it too. Yeah. And thank you guys so much. And we'll talk to you next time. Adios, friends.